Welcome back. I'm David Frainer. We're here with Nancy and Martin to have a conversation about storytelling uh, and in the spirit of the season, uh, families and thankfulness. Um, so we'll start with you, Nancy. Uh, any further reflections that you have about um, your experience of friendship, and which was really a profound experience in the end, and uh, the season that we're in? Sure. Of course, that experience that I told about was very early in my career. Right. Um, it was the very beginning. I'm going to start by saying I'm immensely thankful about how ignorant I was at that <laughs> point in my life when I began to hear stories from people who had grown up experiencing war and, and Cold War, Hot War, and that I learned to listen. Of course, I had assumptions. You know, what's Germany? I had studied German for a couple of years already. And, and I, I'm just so, if, if I had not been so clueless at that point, I would never, I think, have had the perspective to see my own country through Vietnam, Watergate, to the present and, and to feel the burden of what it means to be complicit in the abuse of power everywhere in the world, to learn to listen to my peers who are now in their 70s like me, who had grown up with parents who didn't talk about their experience but who demanded, and I wasn't demanding because I was ignorant. And that made them willing to talk to me and tell their stories. So that's what I've been teaching and working on, and it's just a super gift. And then I met this guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> in a way, um, what you're talking about sounds like the, what you might call the blessings of ignorance. Right. And that reminds me a little bit of the notion, the Zen notion of a of Zen mind, beginner's mind. Right. <laughs> that the really highly evolved gurus are the people who come to each experience uh, with the beginner's mind. So I appreciate that. Martin, we should be thankful for you and the story that you told. Uh, what an amazing story. We could, we could just have the whole interview about that. But share with us a little bit about um, how that experience has informed your teaching yeah. and your ministry. <clears throat> If someone had told me when I was in my 20s <clears throat> that one day I would be married to an American, I would have said, you're absolutely nuts. You're crazy. <laughs> because I still had all the vestiges of the hate that uh, was instilled in us children in Nazi Germany for our enemies. And then all of a sudden my father's company is moving from Europe. We had no reason to leave. The company is, is moved over to Canada. And... Um, that was a very good move <clears throat> for us, for me particularly. It did, do two, it did two things for me for which I'm extremely grateful. I have three children. My children do not have to go through the phase of anti-Semitism that I had to go through because they had Jews in their classrooms. They played together with them so that they grew up with Jews and they had absolutely no reason to absorb anti-Semitism. I'm deeply grateful 
And that could have happened in the United States as well as it did in Canada. The thing that I'm really grateful for, and that's why I'm happy to be married to this American, <laughs> um, is that he, my partner is the one who is so attentive to that aspect of the resistance in my country, in Nazi Germany, that I never knew about, because of course it was kept silent, yeah? And partly because uh, my father's generation were the people who said, anyone who resists the state is a traitor. So all these people that Nancy is dealing with, they would have rejected. Yeah. And I have learned from Nancy to overcome this kind of prejudice. And uh, we be, we've become, in a sense, a, a, a duo, a partnership in, in evolving this stuff so that um, I can learn from her and uh, she will um, occasionally consult with her husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I should say that <clears throat> Nancy and Martin are the finest example of a couple of storytellers that we have ever had here at True Tales Live. True, there are only a couple that we've had at True Tales Live. <laughs> But we, I, I'm making a joke, but we really are deeply appreciative of each of your contributions to True Tales Live, and we are indeed thankful for that. True Tales Live is a new experience for me, and I am so lucky that I am part of it. I really want to pay tribute to wow. this program, to the people who do it. And all of a sudden, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a preacher, but I'm I beginning know. to learn to be a storyteller, <laughs> and that is wonderful. Well, but as you both know, storytelling is biblical, right? I exactly. Mean, it goes way, way back. You, you could argue that storytelling is, uh, is sort of the original, the impetus for the religious uh, yep. impulse yep. comes from the ability yes. to tell and listen to stories. <clears throat> and the, each of you in your own way remind us of something that we've talked about here before, and that is the importance of storytelling for community building. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, simply to listen for me is the various, the, the, the wide variety that we've heard tonight. And, and the first time I was here is, uh, it just keeps one door after another opens up. You're here. Into the community, for the community, by the community. And uh, if, if, the, if I can sh change the word community to, into the word neighbor, yeah. Mm -hmm. Neighborliness, of course, is the biblical value that we need to practice. And I think it's happening here. Well, we hope so. That's certainly our goal. And, but one can certainly argue that neighborliness is the critical value that we're missing in our country and our culture yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And if I can say just about, about stories, um, I'm working on a book about a major figure in the German resistance who happens to be the one that my dorm was named after in Berlin. So there are many, many stories about how those connections happen. But the way in which one connection led to another over the last 40 years since I first went there is about community because through all those silences and through all that guilt and you know I'm a preacher's kid but I did learn to listen through all those boring sermons and, you know, <laughs> and I was taught that every human being no matter if their fathers were criminals or if they were traumatized by all their relatives being killed in the concentration, you know, in Auschwitz or whatever, they had a story and something in them was trying to tell it and I had to ask them. 
Oh. Yeah. That was really what has driven me to where I am now, writing a book. Well, it's critically important. And in fact, I argue that in, our, in our, my denomination, Unitarian Universalism, there is this notion of a community-based ministry where you may not be working in a formal parish setting. Sometimes it's called like a tent maker ministry. I think I've mentioned that before. Um, so I regard what we do here as a form of ministry. Yep. Now mm -hmm. we kind of need to put that in quotes, air quotes. Um, but it, it, if we're effective at what we do in the long term, we're creating through the storytelling, as uh, Amy has said, building bridges between countries, communities, individuals, and cultures. And there's nothing that our world needs more right now. And you both bring gifts to us in that way, and I'm very appreciative of that. Well, I appreciate you to hear that. Thanks very much, David. Yeah, yeah. I'm beginning to think for the next story. Oh, good. <laughs> we have openings throughout the calendar in 19... In 1920. So, um, thank you both very much for being here. Um, this does bring us to the end of our conversation with Martin Rumscheid and Nancy Lukens. Thank you again for your stories and for your conversation and for the gifts of your spirits. And this brings us as well to the close of our program. Our thanks to the True Tales Live team, Sam Adams, Amy Antonucci, Steve Koval, John Lovering, and Pat Spaulding. And thanks to the entire PPM-TV crew, Chad Cordner as the executive director. Our next True Tales Live show is January 28th, as Amy has mentioned, on the theme of good accidents. And we do have room on the schedule if you have a good accident to share with us. If you are <laughs> considering telling a story, we urge you to attend our workshop. As you know, we do good work workshops. Um, but do know that telling a story at a workshop does not necessarily require you to tell a story on the stage. But workshops are a great way to try out a storytelling. They are free. And for the most part, they're fun. To yep. sign up, email us at truetaleslivenh, the number one, at gmail.com. Our next workshop is Tuesday, January the 7th. But wait, there's more. <coughs> As Amy reminds us, uh, we'll, we will be co-hosting PPM TV's holiday show on December 19th. Doors are, the show starts, I think, at 6.30. And it will be broadcast live. We have four storytellers whose stories all relate to manimal, animals. And the show is a benefit for the New Hampshire SPCA. Come early for a good seat. Learn more at ppmtvnh.org. And to keep up with all things True Tales Live, sign up for our e-newsletter, edited by yours truly, True Tales Times, uh, tales of upcoming shows, workshops, and other events. Sign up at truetaleslivenh.org. My name is David Frainer. December's live show, hosted by True Tales, honors the animals, including some whales. Thank you, and good night. <laughs>
True Tales Live on PPM-TV is made possible through the generous support of Artists Collaborative Theatre of New England, Act One, presenting outstanding performances of Stories with Heart. For further information, contact 603-300-2986 or on the web at act1nh.org. With additional support from Pat Spaulding, who really wants to know, hey, what's your story?